Let's face it, when you hear the word productivity, so many of us think it's sitting in front of a computer for hours on end, drinking all the coffee, friend, I see you, and getting lost in a sea of spreadsheets and emails and papers and all the things. So many times we think of productivity is how much can we fit into the shortest amount of time possible so that we can get more things done. And to be honest, it's one way to be productive, but it's not the only way. And it's certainly not going to be the most effective way to build a business that you love. So how do we make the next 90 days of your business a success? How do we make the next 90 days the best 90 days of your business so far? Let's find out. Welcome to the Mad Couch Cast. I'm your host, Kendra Gill, and I'm here to help service-based business owners like you create space in your business to ditch the daily hustle and build a business that you love. As a teacher turned certified director of operations, I'll be sharing my strategies on how to free up your time so that you can work in your zone of genius. We'll discuss topics like business planning, systems and processes, productivity, operations, and leadership mindset. Each week, we'll explore ways to build a business that truly brings you joy. So buckle up, because it's time to go from feeling stuck to setting yourself up for success. Let's go scale that business. Okay, so I'm going to say something that might ruffle a few feathers, and it's a little bit of a truth bomb that might leave you feeling a little bit salty. Are you ready? Passion isn't enough. You can have all the passion in the world and not be successful in your business. Passion is undoubtedly essential when it comes to running a business. I mean, it's what fuels us to get out of bed in the morning, even on the days where we'd rather hit the snooze button and stay in bed a little longer. But while passion is really critical and it's crucial, it's not the only thing that drives business success. A successful business requires strategy, and it's going to require a plan of action to ensure that we're using our energy and our our drive and this passion to effectively move our business forward. It's time to channel that passion into a structured and well-executed plan. And what this is going to do is it's going to ensure that our business not only survives, but it thrives. But on the flip side, You can have all of the strategy in the world and also not love your business. I think it is so important to marry the two, to have that passion, to have that strategy, put them both together, and that's what's going to propel your business forward so that you can be productive, so that you can start to grow and scale your business. The idea of combining your passion with your strategy really starts with your business foundations, and that's your mission, your vision, and your values. Your mission really directs your daily action. It's all about what you do, who you serve, and the transformation that you're going to provide on a daily basis to your clients. Your vision is setting up that next version of success. What does it look like to scale up? You know, it's kind of funny. A lot of times we talk about, oh, it's time to scale. I need to scale. I can help your business scale. All of these things But if you don't know what scaling actually looks like, you're probably not going to be building your dream business. You're going to be building someone else's version of a dream business. Your vision really outlines where do you want your business to go? What kind of impact do you want to leave? And I think that is so vital in moving forward. And then you have your business's core values. And I think it's like, have you ever been to a bowling alley and watched kids bowl? They typically have those cushiony bumper 
things so that your bowl doesn't end up going in the gutter. Sometimes I wouldn't mind having those for myself when I bowl. You know, I could I could hang with the best of those kids, okay? But figuring out your business's core values is like having bumpers on a bowling lane. It keeps you on track. It guides your success. And without them, a lot of times you're just throwing things aimlessly, hoping for a strike. Let your values be your compass in your business, leading you towards the impact that you wish to leave. And if you want more help on this, you can go back and listen to episode one. It's all about how to set up your mission, vision, and values. And if you're looking for a more structured approach, or if you are looking for a community to help you build this mission, vision, and values and and a couple more foundational pieces for your business, Join us in the Passion Field Purpose course. We go over all of these things. We talk about your business's purpose and your ideal client and boundaries and how to set up all of these things so that the rest of your business can rest on top of this foundation. So once you have your foundation set, everything else is built on top. So then we walk through the eight strategic objectives, or I like to call them the eight pillars of your business. And this one, you could also go back and listen to episode number four for this one. I go pretty in depth into what this means, but the eight pillars are business growth, visibility, offer development, team growth, culture, systems and processes, client experience, and professional growth. And really what you do is you kind of take an audit of your business and you say, okay, here's business growth. What in, you know, go back to your vision. What in the next three years would be the next version of your business growth? What's the next version of your visibility? What's the next version of your offer development? And kind of look out at that vision and let that be a guide for you. But then audit your business by going through each one of these eight pillars and saying, okay, here's the things that I wanna do to reach that next level of success. And then you determine your goals. So after you've walked through that, and it should be a little bit of a lengthy process going and really thinking about, Okay, how do I up-level my business in each one of these areas? Then you go and you determine your goals. By the end of 2023, what do I want to achieve? By the end of the next 90 days, what are the stepping stones that's gonna get me to achieve that end goal? This is how you are going to choose goals that are actually gonna move your business forward because everything you can start to see, every one of these things starts to align. Your mission your vision, your goals, all of those things are pointing you in a very specific direction so that you have intentional action that you can take. Oh, it's so exciting. I'm just so passionate about this for you because I want your business to make impact. I want your business to grow and to scale. And I am so excited for where this will lead you. Then here is possibly one of the biggest here's possibly one of the biggest frustrations because you're going to look at all of these things. You're going to look through your eight pillars. You're going to determine your goals. You're going to see this vision and you're going to want to do it all right now. And friend, that is where we get in trouble. That's where we get in trouble because you can't do everything at once, especially if you are a solopreneur or if you have a small team. You cannot do it all right now. So you're going to have to prioritize. If you are a solopreneur or if you have maybe one or two people on your team, you get three projects for the next 90 days. You only get three. You have to limit it. Now, if you achieve all three of these goals, get it, friend. I am so proud of you. You are amazing. But 
you have to start with three. And then you can add more if you accomplish those three goals, right? But you only get three. Now, if you have a small team, like three to five people on your team, then you can have four. And if you have a larger team, like we're talking six plus people, you get five projects because the problem is, is that when we start to focus on all of the things, all of our energy, all of our action gets divided. And then we are starting to make very limited progress towards seven goals instead of making significant progress towards three. Okay, so we've talked about setting up your business foundations with mission, vision, and values. We've talked about walking through the eight pillars of your business and auditing and saying, okay, where are the gaps? Where do I want to focus my time? Where do I want to focus my energy? We've talked about determining your goals and choosing the projects. You get three, maybe four, maybe five, depending on how big your team is. But then the question is, how do we know if we're making progress? How do we know if we're making significant strides towards that end goal? How do we know if we're really making a difference? And there are really two kind of camps here. One is business growth and the other is impact. How do we measure those things? If you're looking at your business growth, these metrics could include things like website traffic, social media engagement, customer reviews, employee retention rates, You could also look at income and balance sheets and all of those things. By monitoring the metrics regularly, you're going to see what's working and what is not, and then allow that to adjust your strategy. Then in that second camp, tracking success beyond the numbers towards your impact is just as important as tracking your revenue and other metrics. For example, you may want to track employee satisfaction or engagement levels or customer loyalty or brand awareness or even the impact your business has on the community. These things are not going to show up on a balance sheet, but they are crucial for building a strong and successful business. When you track these non-financial indicators, these non-financial things, you're going to get a better picture and a more complete picture of your business's overall health and success then you're going to be able to make more informed decisions and keep your focus on creating a positive impact, not only on your employees, but also on your customers and society as a whole. How can your business make a greater impact? So as you're building out that plan for your next 90 days, whether it's, and by the way, it does not have to, your plan does not have to start only on every quarter. If you are in the middle of April and you need to look at the next 90 days, don't wait until July right? Don't wait till Q3 to get things figured out. Start wherever you're at and start to build that plan for the next 90 days so that you can have intentional action that's going to drive you to the goals that you have set, that's going to drive you to your next version of what success looks like. So when you're planning for the next 90 days, take all of these things into consideration. And when you implement these things, you're going to have a holistic plan that can propel your business forward, that can help you reach your goals. Hopefully this was helpful for you. If you have any questions, drop them in the Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. We would love to support you. And as always, until next time, stay curious, focus on joy, and go scale that business. Thank you again for joining me today. I hope this episode was able to provide value and some encouragement as you pursue big things. 
If you enjoyed what you heard or if you got something useful from today's episode, we'd love for you to leave a review or share this episode with someone in your circle. And if you'd like to connect with others who are on the same journey as you, join my free Facebook community. Have an amazing week full of success. And until next week, enjoy your time.